Welcome to Subversion with 1517. I'm your host, Zach Slayback. Subversion is a podcast dedicated to exploring big ideas, pushing against accepted opinion, and just maybe inciting more creative subversion in society. This week is another episode of Double Shot. Double Shot is a short conversation with the 1517 team about the ins and outs of running a venture-backed startup. We break down the unspoken conventions and everything you should know before you get started. Today, I'm joined by Danielle to address the question of when and how you should approach early-stage investors that you don't know. We talk about how you should send a cold email, how you should do research on these people, and what you should be looking for when you go in to sit down with them. This is a common question that we get quite often. There are some do's and don'ts here. Before we get started, I just want to say that Subversion is a production of 1517 Fund. 1517 Fund supports teams led by young founders with grant, pre-seed, and seed funding. Hackers, makers, scientists, and those building new technologies outside of tracked institutions can learn more about working with 1517 Fund at 1517fund.com forward slash take dash action. Because a real education is a liberation. Now today's show. We good? Yep. We good? Okay. I actually kind of want to include that in the beginning. <laughs> Not me, me reprimanding Michael. <laughs> the sounds of 1517. <laughs> so, Danielle, some of the things that you and I have talked about, both uh, just one-on-one, is bad email etiquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, we both enjoy slash have our gears grinded by poor <laughs> email <laughs> etiquette. Um <laughs> But also, one of the things we've talked about previously is, you know, building relationships with early-stage investors, um, the role of people like angel investors and how they're different mm-hmm. than early-stage investors. But And we have the 1517 community out of which a lot of the people who end up approaching you or, or Mike for uh, investment or for grants come. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if somebody wants to approach you without having been acquainted mm-hmm. with you through the community or through mm-hmm. the fellowship or something like that... Uh, what is the most effective way of doing that? And what are the mistakes that a lot of people who haven't done this yet before tend to make? And Zach, just for clarification, do you want me to talk about what's 1517 specifically or sort of generally like how to reach out you know, to investors or some of both? I'd like to cover both if possible. Okay, sure. Um, I guess, you know, a few things come to mind. Like, you know, it, it's always great to get recommendations from people. Um, you know, that's, that's a, a warm, wonderful a way. Warm like intro. A warm intro is wonderful. But that said, um, we are not the type of firm that, like, demands that or will, like, only take that. I know I've, I've heard from certain folks about um, how, like, they don't, you know, they don't answer random emails kind of at all. Um, we're not like that at all. Um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, up until very recently... You and Michael made a point to reply to every single email that came in. Right? Pretty much, I, I you know I, I you know that's kind of absolutist, but I'd say well, who, who isn't like clearly 90, like a spammer? Ninety-eight percent, yeah, exactly. Like who's yeah, who's clearly uh, you know someone sort of serious and and sincere in writing. And even if even if like you know they're sort of making blunders, or maybe we can't help that much, or it's outside our wheelhouse in some way. But I guess the thing that I would say is, um, you know, one is just sort of like do your homework. Um, the worst is when you get. You know, like our 
email is pretty much out there. Like, you know, mine's my first name at 1517fun.com. So is Michael's. Um, you know, some people have seen like the info at 1517fun.com email and that's widely out there and now it's out there more. And we're totally happy with that. But what we aren't happy with is when people will just send like a cut and paste sort of canned, mm. I'm raising money. Mm. Um, you're, you're an investor. I'm raising money. That's a fit. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of times we'll get emails from people where, um, you know, they don't know that we invest at the pre-seed level. So they'll be doing like a series A or series B raise or something like that. Um, and they won't know us. Like if someone knows us and we've mentored them a bit and they're asking for help on their raise, not like financially from us, but like how do they structure it? Does their deck look good? Things like that. Always happy to help with that. Yeah. Um, you know, even though we can't uh, invest in those instances. Um, but there are certainly people who will write in and just clearly have no idea what we're doing at all. Well, there was, um, there was the one that you, you shared the other day, mm, right, where somebody mm-hmm. just BCC'd. A oh, bunch yeah. of investors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of people. It was, it was terrible. And clearly had no idea what you do. Yeah, yeah. It was not personalized whatsoever. And so I think that's part of it is like being personalized, you know, having an intro that's more about like, hey, I saw your fund in this way. I want to work with you all because of X, Y, and Z. Or yeah. I've heard good things from so-and-so or, you know, whatever it is, like just making it clear that you know something um, sort of just about what we do and that we work predominantly with high schoolers, college students, and dropouts. We'll have a lot of times um, people will message us and I'll write back and say, hey, this sounds kind of neat, but how do you fit our thesis? And people are funny. Like, um, I think it's pretty clear about who we work with on our website and that we're you know, um, working with that underserved population of young founders uh, especially people who are dropouts and people will write in like, I never liked school, but yeah, I have my master's and my PhD, but I never <laughs> liked it. And I'm like, okay, I, that's I'm cool. a dual PhD, JD, and right. I didn't like school. Right, but, yeah. right. And, and it's like, uh, like, cool, like all the power to you for, you know, having opinions and thoughts about school and whatnot. Um, but like, that doesn't fit our thesis. It would be like if someone went to a hardware uh, focused fund and said, I have an enterprise ass solution mm, yeah it's like okay well that it's 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 not what that so the specialty um of the fund so i think you know um i guess i would just say like do your homework um you know do you know look at our backgrounds a little bit um have a sense for why you're writing and say that in the right. in the email um that said is like you know you want to keep it sort of like pithy and and quick and to the point um, what, what I tell people is, you know, when you're sending a cold email mm-hmm. to somebody, do the actual work. Yeah. There's, there's no way, sending a good cold email, there's really no way that you can uh, mail merge it. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Um, and it's very clear when people do that. I, I mean, I there I do know some people who do exceedingly good mail merges, but those people are few and far between. And, I take, um, and again, that still takes time. Well, right. You know, the people I know who do it really well will have, you know, a, a spreadsheet column for like the intro part, and they'll write out a nice, you know, good, solid paragraph about, hey, it was so good when we talked last time about X, Y, and Z, or I really love what you all are doing with your fund with X, or, you know, that company you have in St. Louis is so awesome. You know, like, it's, they've done the homework, and they happen to be doing it in, like, the mail merge fashion, but it's it's still doing the work. Yeah. Um, it's not just, like, a spray and pray email mentality right right yeah and one of the other things i'll point out to people is even if if you're doing your homework and even if something's a little off most people will appreciate that you actually did the homework oh, in the yeah. first place 
Yeah, I don't mind an awkward email fight, like, just not at all. I don't mind that. Like, if I can tell that, you know, someone's, like, genuinely took the time to reach out. Um, you know, I was looking at my Gmail the other day, actually a couple months ago, and I can't remember. I think this is sent. I think I have sent 75,000 emails in my career thus far, <laughs> at least my Gmail-oriented career and everything I have goes in through Gmail. So I really appreciate good email because I send a lot of email also Mm -hmm. and it's like it is it is one of my main interfaces for work Um, and so when I can sense that someone has like taken time um, in crafting something it feels it it, you know it yeah it feels like a door you want to open with someone so I, I I find that when I'm talking to people about doing cold email I think especially in a place like what you and Michael do where mm-hmm. people do often have very specific asks, but it's also very much a relationship driven business. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the key points, especially, you know, if you're traveling or you're mm-hmm. emailing someone who is very, very busy mm-hmm. is make your ask very clear and very specific yes. in the email. Don't just be like, Hey, I'd love I, to know your thoughts. Yeah, would like love to pick your brain. Right. That's yeah, the one yeah. that like really grinds yeah. my gears. My other worst one is quick question. And then the person is like, what do you think about, um, you know, this market? And it's like, that's not a quick no, question. A quick question is yes or no. Right, right. A yes or no. Or you give me the options. Do you options. want to meet at the deli at five? Right, <laughs> like, right. It's, uh, it's not, it's not, what are your thoughts about this market? But let's, let's say that somebody is, is reaching out for the first time mm-hmm. and, they want to start building this relationship, but they're not really sure what exactly their ask should be, mm-hmm. especially if they're not here in the San mm-hmm. Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you seen works really well for you and Michael? You know, it's interesting. I just got a email in from a young woman um, a couple days ago. It's probably like five paragraphs, which is usually like on the longer side where I'm like, whoo, there's a lot going on here. But it was very clear to me that she read up about not only 1517, but the work that I've done in the past and she, she really, I mean, her ask was, I really want to get in touch, um, you know, because I want to learn more about your career path. You know, I think I might want to do some alternative things in the future, and I sort of want to learn from that experience. And so it wasn't super, super specific. It was more like, I really just want to have a conversation but with you. But it was you. a sincere email Extremely that sincere. did her research. She did her research. Some of the formatting in it wasn't so hot. Like, it was like, you know, it was clear, like, some of her own bio was cut and paste from somewhere else and whatnot. But I was like, I don't care. Like, this is clearly very well intentioned um so I, I think just you know making an ask you know and you can say like you know I know I'm not ready yet for you know I'm not doing a project right now that would constitute a grant or uh an investment but I you know I'd love to get to know the team more for when I am ready for that like you could definitely say that and we're, we're honest back with people sometimes we have the bandwidth to have those introductory conversations and sometimes we don't um one thing that I do recommend to people is like if you're in town somewhere and wanting to meet someone there is something about time pressure of like, hey, I'm in town for this yeah. week. Do you have 20 minutes? And there's a way to do this without seeming scammy. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that you're actually in town for this week. <laughs> right. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You actually want to be in town for things because it, it. we have had people who have said like, I'd love to you know, meet. I'll fly there. I'll do this. And they're, it's very clear to us that it would be super early for them. And that's really intimidating, too, on your part. Where oh, it's it terrifying. Feels like, it feels like you're being pressured into doing yeah. more than you should really do. No, absolutely. And, it, and, you know, 
it feels like, like if somebody wants... wanted to fly out just for a first date. Oh my god, right? yeah, so exactly. <laughs> where I'm like, let's start with a video conference call. Like, hold on there. Uh, you know, it's it's good to be eager and all, but yeah, like if you have meetings set up somewhere and you're coming out and there's purpose for it, um, it doesn't hurt to message myself or other people saying, hey, I'm in town. You know, don't just say, I really love your work, but you can say, I really love your work because blah, 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 blah. Oh, I got an email this morning that was in the growing bucket of ICO bullcrap emails that I get that was like, Zach, I really enjoy work you're doing in the crypto community. It's like, I don't do any work in the crypto community. What are you talking about? Right, exactly. You're like, that's very confusing. Um, You know, but you can reach out and just, you know, like do that, that short intro, talk about yourself a little bit, you know, say you're in town for the week and... You know, you'd love to, you know, get together. Um, we get a lot of ask for that sort of thing, and sometimes we can take them, and sometimes we can't. We're just really honest about it. Um, or sometimes, actually, uh, not every Friday, but often on Fridays, I'll have like a group sort of breakfast that I put together with people, uh, with friends, with colleagues, all all kinds. And so for some people, where I'm like, okay, like I know I don't have a lot of time this week, but like, hey, come to this group breakfast. Yeah, yeah. It's actually been awesome. People have come to the group breakfast and like met other people there and, and run off and done face, things. FaceTime with them. We had that FaceTime. Like yeah. it was great. Um, yeah, some really interesting things have happened out of that. And sometimes I'll I'll feel a little bad or like guilty, like oh man, I don't have time to do one on ones with everybody. Um, but then I see like yeah, community is important to people, and uh, and you can get something from the person you're sitting next to. It doesn't have to just be from me, which is good because you know you, our, our resources are you know just uh, as people is always limited in some fashion um so yeah there's all all kinds of ways to do but i would just say overall like be sincere be genuine have an ask uh, and be specific perfect thank you daniel